Oh, <laughs> just doing some, you know. We're live. <laughs> We're live. Just checking out my guns, everybody. 99. Stop showing off, Bertie. <laughs> Good morning, Duda. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm very well. I see you in a nice new Frank, no, Frank, Feng Shui environment. I don't know what you said. Environment, yes. Yes, Feng, feng Shui. <laughs> feng Shui. Um, yeah, I'm in a white room that has been painted. Next time, hopefully, there'll be a hanging plant here and some pictures here. But it's it's a room um, in progress. Would you like, like many things. a signed photo that you can just have behind? Would you, would you like one of those? Just... A signed photo of you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's just I ordered like 20,000 and no one's requested one yet. Anyway, no thought, thought, thought you might be the first one. That's um, not what we're going to put into our sales funnels, signed no, photos. So that's I, the first I, bit of advice that you're going to get. Definitely not. <laughs> so you've, you've blown it now. What were we talking about today, Debbie, on Business Fun Size Live? Building a sales funnel. Da, da, da. That's what we're doing, building a sales funnel. So, so yes, if you've got a sales funnel, say yes in the comments. If you haven't got a sales funnel, say no. We want to hear, have you got a sales funnel for your business? That would be interesting to see who thinks they have and who thinks they haven't. So, yes, please uh, let us know in the comments uh, what's what's going off. So, do you want to kick off, Doodar? Shall I go? What do we do? Oh, Nikki's not got a sales funnel. Nikki, what do you do? Yes, yeah, so tell, tell, tell us what you do, Nikki. So here's 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 the thing, the kind of Machiavellian underhand of that question is that everybody has a sales funnel. It's just whether oh. you're intentional about it or not. Because the sales funnel is just somebody's never heard of you, somebody buys your stuff. And the funnel is, what do they do before between never heard of you and buys your stuff? So there'll be some kind of customer journey or funnel that you take people on. Whether you're intentional about it, meaning whether you put things in the way, whether you, you know, um, are considered about what that journey looks like, that, that's the question we're asking about. So, so Nikki's an artist. So people will buy your stuff, Nikki. So what are you doing to get them to find out about you? That might be PR, social media, networking, all of that stuff. And how do you get them to buy your stuff? So it's it's everyone has a sales funnel. What we're talking about today is how you can be a bit more intentional about it. Yes, absolutely. Art is, uh, oh, great. And word of mouth. And yeah, word of mouth is, well, you would call that like a, a touch point. That's where it all sort of starts, right? I think where I uh, get my high horse a little bit about sales funnels is it's one of those things that you see often, certainly the stuff that, you know, like I'm exposed to on Instagram, Facebook, not that I use Facebook, but like Instagram ads, it's like, you know, have your seven figure sales funnel done by the weekend and all that other stuff. And I think sales funnel has almost got this it's almost been sort of been put in this pedestal, like this magical dark arts that you have to pay £4,000 at the very least for a course to teach you how to build a sales funnel. Yeah. And of course, you know, there are these long, complicated processes with like, you know, email opt-in lists that send out things. And when people click on here, it sends out other emails. Yes, that is a sales funnel, but that is a very extreme example of what a sales funnel would be. And exactly what you were saying, most people, if not all, anyone that is selling something has a sales funnel, even if it is Nikki who's commented there that she's done a piece of art, created a piece, I don't know what you say, do you say done, created, commit, I don't know. 
So, you know, a piece of art now exists. Somebody has seen that. They've told somebody else. They've gone to you, Nikki, and said, uh, I'd like this. That is a very, very basic sales funnel. Yeah. So what you can then do is expand on that. Look at the bits that are working. So in your example, obviously, your art is worth buying. People are spreading the word. So maybe you create an Instagram account showing your art. And actually, the call to action at the bottom of each of those um, posts is, you know, if you want a piece like this in your living room, DM me basic sales funnel so that's how it all begins really and I think where a lot of mistakes are made with sales funnels is people see these long complicated processes that you know exist they think oh I'll buy an off-the-shelf funnel and that's going to work for me but what works for one person doesn't work for another and a lot of the time you can spend a lot of time thinking too far into the funnel um, and actually, if nobody gets over that first hurdle, it doesn't matter if you've got a hundred different email um, automations program to follow people up because no one's going to get that fucking far anyway, right? Yeah. So, really have to start at the beginning with any sales funnel and just think about it logically. And that's where I get a little bit um, excited by the whole thing. Excited. So, that initial stage of the sales funnel is awareness, really, isn't it? How do you build awareness? That could be word of mouth, that could be social media, that could be meeting people in person. So, it's almost like a step by step process. You've got awareness, then you've got where you build a relationship with them, then you've got like a consideration phase, then they're giving you their money. And then at the end, actually, a really good sales funnel is how do you turn them into repeat customers? And how do you get them telling everybody how amazing you are? So it's kind of like it's this whole process from building awareness, getting them to consider you, loving your product, buying it, and then telling everybody else about it. And if you look at those steps, it's like, well, what can I do in those steps? What could I do? And it doesn't have to be super complicated, like Bertie said. It's just like, what can I do in those steps? And say, for example, one of the last steps is how do I get reviews? Ask for them. I've worked with so many people and they're like, oh, I didn't think about just asking for them. It's like, just ask for a review. So sometimes it is about just looking at those stages and going, what can I do simply to build that stage on or get more people kind of finding out about me or more people looking at my products? So it's just that idea of being a bit intentional, just thinking about that step-by-step thing. What can I put in that place? Yeah, and and that's exactly right. And as Debbie says, like the sales funnel literally takes you right from that awareness and then it's to uh, acquisition, what point they're activated, and then you've got retention, referral, and then ultimately the revenue is just generally a result of all these things, right? So the, the, the funnel just, and you're just gently moving a customer all the way through. The trick with these funnels is to actually figure out which part of that funnel you need to be working on at the right time so if you've actually got no customers coming through the door whatsoever then it's all that awareness and acquisition you need to be driving people to you but if you're spending time thinking oh actually like i've heard about how i could make this really automated beautiful process and how to collect video testimonials so i'm going to build this form and then people can do this it's like well hang on a minute you've got no fucking customers so we (laughs) don't need to worry about that yet great idea park it when you're at the point where you need to focus on referrals, let's bring the idea back, put it into the spotlight and work on it then. 
but it is all about focusing on understanding what point you're in at the funnel. And say, for example, uh, Nikki, uh, the artist who, um, who who commented earlier, if you've got loads and loads of clients and you're constantly painting, then actually like awareness and acquisition might not be the best thing. It might be focusing on revenue and the pricing to actually try and you know drive that revenue, that part of the sales funnel. So it's very, very subjective. But you know, you um, guys, girls listening, watching at home can actually like, you know, take this stuff and apply it to you can deconstruct your own sales funnel, no matter how basic it is, and figure out what part you want to work on. And if you just focus on those parts um, week in, week out, and constantly review and change it, that will make a huge difference rather than just thinking, they're doing this, I'm going to do that. Oh, Debbie's done this new lead capture thing on her website. I'm going to go and rip that off. It's all about what is right for your business at that right time. And this is the problem when you go and buy off-the-shelf courses that promise you the world, they don't understand your business. And you know you have to understand your business and you have to figure out what is the right thing to be working on. Yeah, totally. And, <laughs> and I think like you can draw it out like a funnel or you can draw like a, a road. You know, what are the touch points that you have with people on the road? What can you do? And essentially, you're kind of thinking, is there a bottleneck? Like, is there something that's happening along this road or this journey or this funnel where people aren't getting through? And I, I sort of think it, you're, you're making little tweaks so you can get as many people as you can from that awareness stage to buying your products. How can you just kind of tweak and oil it and get your spanners out and have a little play around with that and just look at where those bottlenecks could be and how you can pull as many people through and i love you know it, some of those some of these sales funnels are super simple so we interviewed a lady on our podcast who was making a six-figure business and she would literally post the image of the artwork on instagram she would say this is two thousand pounds you can split the payments into three it's an original the first person that dm me gets it Everybody got the fear of missing out. And she just sold so much artwork at a really high price. She just priced things really high. She just went, well, this is what I want to get for it. She was making so much money. And you see other people going, you know, I, I worked with somebody the other day, like a really small business. And she was like, I'm not making any sales. And we went and looked at her marketing. It's like, because you're not telling anybody you've got anything for sale. <laughs> How do they know you've got anything for sale? For them, you're just posting up nice pictures on Instagram. You've got to tell people that you're selling stuff. So sometimes it's something as simple as that can make the difference between making money and making no money. Just letting exactly. people know it's for sale and not assuming people are going to make that leap of faith and understand that you're a product business and you're, or a service-based business. You know, it's okay to ask for the sale as well. It is. And I'm so glad that you brought up DMing in that example. I actually had a real live example um, of that because DMing is probably one of the most underused and underrated things within a sales funnel. So as an example, you know, taking any business, if someone wanted to launch it, they would think, oh, well, actually, I can't sell anything without a website. And then I've got to think about all the other bits. It's like, we'll figure that bit out first. Yeah. Post some pretty pictures, see if people want to buy it, and ask them to DM you. Yes, then you're having to take up, like, if they want to, yes, you're taking all that information and manually enter it and printing out labels if you're selling product-based stuff and all that other stuff. But it doesn't matter because if that works, then you can fix that problem. DMing isn't an unprofessional thing to do in, in any way, shape, or form. Just DMing. Yeah, if your DMs blow up and you, you suddenly you've got 200 messages to deal with, it's a problem, but it's a nice fucking problem to have. And then we yeah. can deal with that problem. Rather than build a website 
where people can actually go through and order and then nobody orders that because if you just spent 20 grand on a website that's a bigger problem than having to respond to 200 messages a day manually i promise yeah. you yeah I love that. I love that. And also, I was working with a, a client last week, and um, she provides a service, and she's provided a service for like 17 years uh, in the fashion industry. And she wanted to move to one-to-one -one coaching and consultancy, but she felt like she couldn't do that because she hadn't got her sales page written, and she wasn't on social media. So she come to me, teach me how to use social media, and I was like, you've got an email list. Just email all the people you've worked with and get your first client. And she sent me a um, message and said, I've got my first client. And I was like, see, you could have spent months building an audience on Instagram before you felt like you could say, I've got a product to sell. Sometimes just cut to the chase. It can feel like you need to do all this stuff. And sometimes it's just picking up the phone and going, do you, want, do you want to buy my product? Do you want to work with me? And getting that first sale through will give you so much confidence and knowledge to then get the next one and the next one, rather than feeling like you have to have all this marketing thing sorted and sewn up before you can sell anything. I think sometimes all this social media does a disservice because you can just send out an email to 10 people and go, this is the price, do you want it? You only need one yes. Just, just get out there and tell people you've got something to sell. Exactly, exactly. And yes, yes, Lee, there are websites out there that cost 20 grand. Yeah, that cost 20 quid. There are websites out there that cost 200, 300 grand. It's all very subjective on the business. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not saying that your business would need a, a, a 20 grand website and websites <laughs> start at 20 grand. You know, let's just put this into context and be sensible, boys and girls. So, Doodah, how are we going to conclude today? Well, I think we've kind of said, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Look at what you're doing. Look at if there's any bottlenecks. You know, if you haven't got any customers, then you need to build the awareness. Yeah. And sometimes it isn't about complex, lots of different things in place. It can be about just doing one thing, just posting up and saying it's a sale, just sending out an email and saying you've got a product for sale. Obviously, the bigger your business gets, the more complicated that can get. You can, you know, I love an email funnel. You love an email funnel. We love email yeah. funnels. I love nurture sequences. I love Facebook ads. It can get, it can get more complex. And then you can get more customers coming through, but it doesn't have to be. No, that's right. Yeah. So if you if you find something that's working and then you're repeating processes over and over again, like, you know, going back to that DM example, right? If you are getting 200 messages a day in, that's probably the, t uh, the point then to actually test to see whether people will go to a web form and automate that process, but solve the problems when they come. So rather than thinking, oh, well, what have I got loads of messages? Let's just see if that happens first. A couple of days of pain, then we'll fix the problem. So yeah, keep always keep it simple. And I love the word bottleneck, Debbie. I use that one as well a lot. As soon as you get a bottleneck, as soon as you're thinking, right, I'm head down now, printing out labels or doing whatever, then fix that particular problem. And then what you're doing is you're slowly building a sales funnel that's based on evidence of things that's worked rather than assumptions of what you think will work. So wow. yes, it's a slower process, but every single stage of that is an informed decision and it will be better for you and it will be better from your customers because it's tried and tested and it's yours and unique to your business. And that is the best way to do it. You do not need to go and spend loads of money buying all fancy programs and stuff like that. Few few ads on Instagram or whatever, DMs, done. Let's start some businesses. There we go. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for uh, watching. <laughs> we'll watching be back.
All right. Okay. Bye. See you later. Thank you very Bye. much. See you next week. 10 at 10 live. No, business fun size live. 10 minutes to queue it up. <laughs> oh, whatever. We all know what it is. Ta-ra!